Welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully you guys out there are having a great day. Today is awesome for me. Today started off really slow, and now I'm just in a groove. I'm in a rhythm. I'm in a flow. The sun is really cloudy today. You know, it's a cloudy day, but not cloudy vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, okay, yeah, let's hop right into it. I have some good topics today. I wanted to talk about something that's so interesting because... It's the whole idea of like, I when I first started doing this podcast, um, or I did like test podcasts, uh, I would talk a lot about the boring stuff, which is honestly a great topic. You know, just do the boring stuff, get through the boring stuff, and you'll get to more exciting stuff, or you'll get to more, um, you get somewhere, right? You get to where you want to go, but just do the boring stuff. And I still agree with that. I just think that these days I have this force. A force that can make a dent into a car, right? And it's like, make your dent. Make your, like, um, it's like potholes. You know, like potholes, like, damn, how the hell did that happen? You know, it's like that, like a dent in a car. It's like, make a dent. I'm trying to make a dent in, in my life, really, with this work and what I'm doing and how many hours I am doing. And... I'm trying to make a dent with a lot of things uh, that have to do with my life and in the industry itself, you know, trying to make a small dent and maybe in the podcast world, whatever it is. And it takes a while. It does take that and the boring stuff to actually make uh, an actual impact. That's the word I'm looking for, impact, right? And it'll take time with me and you and, you know, you guys are going to watch me grow up and actually become an adult, you know, not just a young adult, but an hopefully a man, you know, which is exciting because these last few days and what, what I've been really trying to get at with these last few days is being the best I can be in eight hours. And after those eight hours, I'm not, and I get upset with myself because I'm like, well, now I'm just wasting time. I could simply just keep going and go to 10 hours. Instead, I want to be the best brother, son, whatever it is when I'm not here, right? Or whatever I'm doing. I want to be the best at that too. This is very interesting to me because now it, it brings a whole new perspective to it. I'm always on. There's never a break time. There's always, it's always me and me. No matter what, I have to drag this, that laziness with me. If it means I have to do that, I'll do it, Right? Another topic I wanted to talk about is, ooh, this is a good one. Power by Kanye West, a classic, some would say. It's close to being a classic. I think it gets a lot of hate lately because it's so overplayed and people love it so much that if you love it so much, it's probably just going to get hate. But I think that song is maybe his best production like ever because what an idea to make that sample flip is crazy. But he has this line that I think that it's obviously so quotable, that song. But there's one line that makes it so quotable in my head that it shaped the way I think of power now. The whole song, he's talking about how all the bitches he has, right, with the power, all the money he has, and how much power, sheer girth he has. And like we were talking about before, how much impact he has and influence. And he keeps going on and on and says wild, wild stuff. You guys probably know it. 
And then at the end of the song, when he says he's gonna jump jump out the window, he has this line that says, "Do you have, do you have the power to let power go? Right? Do you have power to let power go? That changes everything. We never, I never even thought that that took power to let it go. I had to ask myself this question. I know I didn't have a lot of power or as much power as Kanye West did in my life, but." I had a certain amount of influence over people when I would speak to them and not manipulation because I was very upfront about it. There was no, um, there was no secret. Everyone saw it or at least a lot of people I would talk to and I had to let it go. I realized that that took far, far more power than gaining the power in the first place. The power doesn't come from being this person that's um, like the all-knowing, all-being. That's not really power. That's ego. Because most of the time, it's actually not really true, right? But power comes, where power really roots itself in is power over yourself. That's, it's so weird and such a like eerie idea, but it's one that sticks with me till this day where I'm like, do I have power to let power go? And he says it in this way too. That's like, he just speaks it and it leaves the listener less, at least it left me like every single time I listen to it, I, I'm like, whoa, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I haven't had that much power. I don't never really thought about that before you know what I mean um so uh I want to tell a story I want to tell a story and this story might go by quick I might like divert it but it's a, it is a quick story and it was when I was around 13 or 12 years old and I went through my first weight loss journey which was great fantastic so I had been going to the gym LA fitness and my mom would um my mom would drop me off and like I said, I was like 13. I'll go one hour, two hours, and then get picked up. And at first, all I focused on, just like till this day, all I focused on is chest, is chest and biceps, right? Not really any compound mu- movements, maybe bench, but I loved, I used to love the dumbbell press. Uh, yeah, the dumbbell press, that thing. And I grabbed two dumbbells, pretty heavy. Back in the day, I was it wasn't heavy. I was only like 13, so I was doing... I think it was 25, 225s, and would go for like maybe 12. And I got pretty good at it. I started lifting heavier. I started grabbing like 230s. I started grabbing 245s. And then eventually I'm grabbing 270s, right? 270 pound dumbbells. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, easy 12. The reason why I bring this up is because I want to bring us to the lat pull down machine. If you guys know the lat pull down machine out there, if you don't know what it is, it's um it's a bar and then you pull it down and it has weight against it and that's the idea. It's like a pull up motion. Cool. And if you're learning how to do pull ups, that can really help you. Well, I didn't know how to do one pull up. I used to be a dream of mine to know how to do one. If I can just go all the way down, all the way up. The feeling of getting up there to me was I was like, what does it feel like? What does it feel like when I'm just hanging there? But what does it feel like when you actually can just lift? And it feels, your body just feels light. I didn't understand it. So, as I'm losing weight and as I'm going through my journey, I, I find the lap pull-down machine. And because I was, 
an amateur. I I thought it was for your chest. So I used to do it like all the time because I thought it was for my chest. I didn't know it was for my back until like a year and a half later. <laughs> was I like, wait a minute, that exercise that I used to do was for my back? Uh, when I went back to the gym to go do it, I was like, oh, okay, I got to start working back and triceps more. But hilarious, hilarious stuff. Uh, so, okay, so I do the lat pull down. I, I get pretty good at it. I'm pretty good. And I go, I would go home every day from rehearsal. And it was rehearsal in the spring for a spring show I was doing, uh, theater. And <laughs> I was such an idiot back in the day. But I would we pulled into the driveway. I would get out of the car. And we used to have this pull-up bar in my backyard that we had put up. My dad put it up. So now I would just go in and hang like that. I listened to music, and it wasn't really a workout. I just figured the doors locked. So instead of waiting for my mom to unlock, I'll just go to the backyard. And I saw the pull-up bar, made it a habit, right? This is where it starts to get interesting and juicy. I hold the pull-up and then would release. I hold the pull-up. I knew that if I kept doing that, eventually I'm going to get it. But I didn't know how I was going to get it. So because I was doing so much lap pull-downs at the gym, I was already jacked up. Like, I was ready to go. I just didn't know it, that I could do a pull-up yet. So I go up, I do it, I hang, and I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I go down. I'm like, oh, I didn't stay for 30 seconds. I just pulled up. And there you go. I did a half. It was like a half pull-up. I just went there and then went down and was like, whoa, oh, my God, that, that's a pull-up. I'm like, uh, uh, was anybody watching that? I'm like, <laughs> holy crap, I just did a pull-up. I run inside the house. I'm like, ma, I just did a pull-up. She's like, what? You know, and I was getting in shape. I was probably like 180 pounds. I was tall, though, like six feet, but I had like 13. I know, but yeah, I mean, so awesome. My mom was literally like jumping up and down. It was, what a celebratory day, but it went to... It, goes to show that even now the way to the way I learn things so quickly is by doing by following what creates a habit not by just forcing myself to do it because I could just force myself to do it fine whatever but by slowly creating the habit that's how I figured it out I was like oh I'm doing a pull-up now there you go and of course the lap pull down helps but I would do it every single day I would hold it and then release and hold it and one day I just went back up and I was like, whoa, dude, I didn't care about the outcome. I actually just did it for fun. I just used to like hanging on the bar. It's actually crazy, but it's true. Um, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that actually pretty interesting? Speaking of interesting, I, um, I have a real trippy topic to talk about right now. This is should trip your brain right now. Right now. I talk about time a lot, but right now where we're at currently, I'm looking at this right here, and I'm looking at the camera. I'm looking around this room, and I realize that when you guys watch this, it'll be a memory of me doing this, what I'm saying right now. It'll all be a memory, and this right now is a memory waiting to happen. Interesting. And it always trips up my mind because I'm like, this is just a memory? Well, if you're living in the future, then it is. Then everything you do is just a memory. Because time just goes by. It's always. TikTok is always happening, right? I know, no pun intended. But TikTok, TikTok, right? You're always, we're always moving. We're always going. And all of a sudden, 
I realized that right now is going to be a memory in two seconds. And when I just said that, that it was going to be a memory before, that's a memory now. It's like, <laughs> it's just a trip you up about presence, but it's the opposite too, right? If I'm living in the past, then right now I'm living in the future. And future me, who I think I'm going to be, is what I am now. Perspective. Perspective. And I think both perspectives are very helpful. Because when you start to realize that right now is a memory, you want to move quicker. You're like, I want to make good memories. You know what I mean? And you try to make as best of memories as possible. But I've talked about this before where I think, I think we think that time is free a lot of the time. It's like, I have a free day. Yeah, I have a free hour. Yeah, I got some free time. It's like, time is never free. That, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful to think like that, but it's true. It's like time is never free. So we're always moving and we're always creating memories. You decide what the memory is, right? You'll never really know the outcome. So I won't say that you completely decide the outcome, but you do decide what the memory is, what decision you made. It might get convoluted in the future, but it's true. And same for vice versa. Future you is now. What have you done? Right? If you're still living and you still have like your headspace is in 2020 or something in COVID, then what are you now? Are you everything you wanted to be when you were in COVID? It's a scary thought for me. For me personally, it's a terrifying thought. Am I everything I wanted to be? In 2020, I would I would have been shocked to find I'd be here doing this with you guys. I would have been like, oh, really? Maybe disappointed, maybe appointed, right? <laughs> maybe um, happily surprised, right? Either way, it is truly something to marvel at, you know? Another topic I wanted to talk about is um, people who play a character in life. So I knew actors from back in the day, really good actors when I used to act. Right now I, I'm a 19-year-old business owner who runs an e-commerce business selling beats to rappers, which is awesome. But back when I wasn't doing that, when I was a kid, I um, only a couple years ago, I was... 14, I think, and I met this person who is not a person because they were acting as so many people in so many ways, and this person was actually pretty good at it. They couldn't find really who they were, and I find that to be so interesting because with every part in acting, they say you bring your own life to it. So I figure, all right, this person brings their own life to it and their own isms. They don't have a personality. Like when I when I talk to them, they're always playing a part. And you guys have probably met people like this, or actors, or otherwise, that are people who are playing parts. And we, I think we all, to a certain extent, do it. I, I haven't met people who really don't, who are just like, yeah, I never play a part. I'm always me. But so we play our characters. The argument is, when we're being real, are we still playing the characters? I know I'm talking like it's like weed conversations right now, but it's true. When I'm here with you guys, am I still playing a character? To a certain extent, yes. To a certain extent. There are certain things that I don't want to say that I would just say to myself or, right? The voice in my head would just say it doesn't matter. Right? I am watching my mouth to a certain extent. So is watching your mouth bad? Should we always be real? This all good questions, all valid questions. I think that where to start would be the outcome. 
what has happened because of it? Because you've been playing a character. So if you're aware now that you're playing a character every time you're in front of somebody, and maybe you want to stop doing it, maybe you want to keep doing it. The decision, I think, for me came when I decided, okay, well, is the outcome good or bad? Do I like the outcome? Do I like how people think of me? And if I don't like it, then what bad has come because of it? And it's like, well, all these things. I lose power. What are the things that I thought were bad when I was a kid? I lose power. I lose a lot of things that I'm like, oh, God, I really don't want to be fake anymore. I want to be me. And the idea of me, of being the person that I was, is convoluted and tricky. And guess what? Another character. It's another mask I put on. And so I put on the mask and I do what I do. And people come up to me and tell me, ah, you changed. I'm like, well, I've never been more like me ever. Are they right or am I right? Well, I would know. So, yeah, I'm probably correct in that situation. But am I still playing a part? Should I still play a part? I think it's obviously case by case like everything in life. But but it's also a an anomaly with some people. Because if it's hurting you, obviously... Figure out why it's hurting you, if it's emotionally hurting you, and if it's literally hurting you, but it feels good, then you'll have to decide that dilemma for yourself. That's what I was going through. It felt good being this person, but externally it was actually hurting. So I had to think of it as an outer perspective. Think of it as something bigger than me. You know, and think of myself as someone bigger than me and look at it in this grand perspective like chess and make my chess moves despite whether it feels good or not. Sometimes it doesn't feel good to sacrifice a queen or to make that trade in chess. But you're just going to do it because you want to win, right? That's what you want. You want to win. So if you want to win, if you want the outcome that this decision can provide, then and you're not making that decision, then you're ending up in a situation that I was in a lot. I was in situations like that a lot. How did I get over it? How do I, how do I move past it? I move past it in a very unique way. Like I said, I just changed one habit slowly. Sometimes it was just for two minutes, changing a habit. But every single day, seedlings would sprout of habits. As I was cutting down the trees of bad habits that were in my brain and in my, in my system. Right? How do we cut those things out? I want to end this podcast on this um, on this topic. I want to talk about when I was younger, I, and we all probably get this. When we grow, especially if you're a person that hits heavy growth spurts, you know that you probably have dealt with pretty bad growing pains. They feel like bruises sometimes. For me, it felt like a bruise on my shins. I would get these shin pains. The doctor and whoever would just be like, it's just growing pains. And I knew this one kid, my um, good friend, old friend, he um, he told me he was hurting so badly. We were so young, and he was hurting so badly, and his elbow was killing him. And it was just growing pains. It wasn't anything crazy. And they were like, that's just what's going to happen. And you kind of feel it, and you're like, whoa, that's weird. Those same growing pains and that idea of it, you don't see yourself growing. It's not like the pain happens because you're seeing yourself growing. It's nuts. It's like, no. The pain happens actually in a literal sense. It actually happens 
when you make tiny progresses or progressions. So when you make tiny progressions, you see what? You see your feet grow, your hands grow. And you don't really see it. You just wake up one day and it's like that. Well, I think, I for one think, that it's similar with business. Especially this business that I'm running with you guys. Every podcast I do, I sometimes have growing pains. Every cold outreach I do, I definitely have growing pains. I have these pains of like, it's the pain of growing. That's all it is. It's not the pain that, it's not literal pain. You're not literally putting yourself through anything. You haven't made a bruise. You haven't hit yourself. It's just growing pains. So every time I feel that, like uncertainty or whatever, I'm like, oh, it's just growing pains. And it puts me at ease sometimes. And maybe that can help you guys out. So on that note, I'm going to end the podcast here. Great podcast. And hope you guys enjoyed. As always, I'll see you next time. Peace.